the Daily Rios for Friday, August 31st, 2012. Feedback Friday. You know, the first day of shooting, I showed up with all these wild ideas. I said, I have, I have a ton of ideas that I want to try out, Mr. Eastwood, if you, you know, don't mind. You know, I was expecting a little bit of resistance, but Clint just looked at me and looked at the producer, David Valdez, and said, well, maybe we'll just turn the camera on and let him go. <laughs> Heidi, heidi, everyone. Why is a matter of fiction? This is Feedback Friday. My name is Peter Rios, and we're about ready to hear from you. Commenting on this week's episodes, as well as the Feedback Friday episode from last week, which makes sense, since that's technically where a week's worth of episodes starts, but you don't actually get to hear this episode until you hear it. Yeah. David D., Writes to say, watching the complete works of Star Trek sounds like a kind of madness. Fucking hell, that's a lot of Voyager. And how long are you going to tease about the new 52 before you talk about it? Let's do this! I know, I know, David. I've been so busy these past few weeks trying to sell comics over reading them. And I was all set this past weekend to read some comics. And then the Rob Liefeld Twitter war happened. I had to be front and center for that supernova. That was the greatest crash and burn ever witnessed on Twitter in terms of the comics community. I mean, am I right? I don't need Haley's comment. I don't need to see the planets align. That was just an amazing burnout of a creator I have ever seen. My God, that was brilliant. Just so brilliant. Speaking of DC and the New 52 and Rob Liefeld, it is August 31st, and that means one year ago today... Justice League number one was released, giving birth to a whole new DC universe, and things would never be the same again. So happy birthday, DC. See how I sidestepped answering David's questions about my new 52 discussion there? David also shared some personal ideas about that night before school starts teaching thing that, that I just talked about in yesterday's episode, and I really appreciated those words. I had my first class today. It went well. Got to see where they were, got to have fun dancing, got to laugh as I messed up or almost had an asthmatic fit in the middle of the room. Uh, This boy's getting old. There used to be a podcast, and I think it's on hiatus right now, called Wicked Decent Learning. It was uh, established in 2008 by Dan Ryder and a friend, where they took a look at education in Maine and all around the country. They're both teachers. Right now, it's a website and... Their About Me page says, a couple of teachers talking about teaching and stuff into into a dynamic crossroads of educational theory, practice, philosophy, and reform. Veteran classroom educators, actors, and directors, best friends, and generally swell guys share, th- guys share their thoughts, knowledge, resources, and talents in the service of improving learning in Maine and beyond. So go check that out. When I was talking about the episode yesterday, that podcast kind of popped into my brain. Speaking of TV watching, we had a number of people chime in on the idea of one day watching the BBC show Misfits. Simon McDonald says, if you do get a chance to watch Misfits, you will love it. Imagine a bunch of teenage delinquents getting superpowers. They don't really go for the with great power comes great responsibility thing. It is a great dark comedy series. Jamie Dunst says, that show is really well done. I've seen all of the seasons so far and it's a great show. And then Corwin C. of the Earth's Mightiest Podcast says, You can't go wrong with BBC's Misfits. 
Also check out their Luther and Sherlock shows, by far better than most shows out there. I see a lot of Sherlock gifts on Tumblr, and my one question is, is Sherlock and Watson, are they a couple? <laughs> because the way they make those gifts and, and the words or the dialogue that they seem to pull to narrate those gifts makes them seem like there's some stirring love thing going on. So perhaps I need to see that show just to answer that question. If nothing else comes up for Tuesday next week, I will most likely do another TV Tuesday episode. I've devoured more Smallville episodes, more Batman animated episodes, and a few other things that uh, I want to chit-chat about. And completely off-tangent, my girl and I sat down over the weekend and we watched Clerks, Kevin Smith's Clerks. And I have to say, I think she was asleep by whimsy, which either she was really tired or just really not interested. So, there you go. Al Sedano says this about Monday's Joe Kubert ISR tribute. Thanks for sharing. It was a really nice tribute to Mr. Kubert, and now I have a new podcast to check out. Oh well, who needs free time? I was actually hoping to hear more ISR this week, but it doesn't look like a new episode has been posted since that tribute. And uh, speaking of, I, I usually walk home from the university after my class, and I'm, you know, I'm all kind of jazzed and energized. Plus, it only really takes about 25 minutes to get home, so it's a good time to listen to some podcasts. And I was looking at my podcast list this morning, and where are all the new episodes? No new episodes of Geek Savants, nothing new from Uncanny X-Cast, Quiet Panelologists at Work, Comic Book Noise, Super Future Friends. There was a new chemical box. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, and that certainly makes me happy. But I was like, where are all the new episodes? Come on, summer's done. We're back, school mode. Let's let's jump in. And then I wanted to know what podcasts you guys out guys and gals listen to out there. Comics or not, I don't care. It can be about anything. Uh, and I don't necessarily want the big ones. I don't really care about the mega shows out there. I, I want to know about the interesting ones. If you've heard me talk for the past couple podcasts or, or the past two months and you know sort of where my energies lie and my interests, is there anything out there I'm missing that you think I might find uh, interesting? Charlito from Indie Spinner Act dropped by on the website and left a comment. He said, Hey Rios, for us comic fans and CGS fans out there, I think we love the large role the comic discussion takes in your podcast. And I would say, in my humble opinion, don't separate the personal life take and make a single podcast just on comics. I think what makes this cast unique is the blending of your life, your whims, what you want to do with the cast, the clash of all of Rios's world into one show in which comics happen to play a big role, as they should. Nibble on that crunch face and do whatever you want, but wanted to give feedback when I heard it. I asked last week if I should pull, the, not necessarily pull the comics content out of this show, but to retool the Tower idea, the Tower podcast, the Titans podcast called The Tower, into a comics-related type show. And uh, he's, he's responding to that. And no, I, I, I won't pull comics content out of this show. I mean, heck, there, were, there was a lot of comics content this week. But there are some larger discussions I want to have and some episode folk topics and some books I want to review and things like that. And I think that really belongs on, on the tower. 
I don't want to make this show into something like that. As you say, it's got to be the whim, something about the day, and that's kind of what I, how I see this show. Uh, I've had a few people email and say, hey, can you review my, my book, and, or uh, can you talk about this topic or that topic? And I don't want to make this show like that. I, you know, I, don't, I don't want it to be dictated by outside forces I, in that sense. I, I sort of want to make it all filter through my own experience. So uh, I still will do that. I still will do the Tower, episode, Tower podcast and make it uh, a little bit more all-inclusive in terms of comics. But I won't take the comic con- comics content out of here, uh, especially with things that I can do on on the on the quick. So uh, you know, thanks Charlie for responding as my air conditioning pops on. I forgot to lower it so it wouldn't pop in. So you might hear it in the background. This message is from Vito from Bo- Brooklyn. He says, "I came to comics late, but I'm still looking forward to your '80s comics podcast, even though I didn't read any of it." I'll live vicariously through you as I feel like even if I went back and read a lot of the stuff, referring to 80s Marvel and DC, the effect would be different. I've gone back and read the classics, The Crisis, Dark Knight Returns, Born Again, etc. from that time, but I feel like I certainly missed out by not being there. Maybe a good discussion topic, reading in the 80s as opposed to reading it later without the context of the particular mentality and zeitgeist that was present in this country when the books were being released. And I like that topic, and I think that's probably something that I'll bring up on that 80s podcast. I can certainly understand that idea when I read Silver Age or Golden Age material, even some early Bronze Age. I wasn't alive during that. I don't remember what the mentality was. But I'm pretty good at accepting the work for what it is and and trying to fit it into context. And I know not everybody really wants to do that or knows how. Um... But the 80s, yeah, that that was certainly a unique decade for comics, and I think that is something that you know we will bring up on, on the 80s podcast. Speaking of, uh, Ed Moore on Twitter nudged me to an 80s podcast that was just released. I think it's called, I don't have the link up, but I think it's called Back to the 80s, and they just put out one episode so far. So, bastards, stole my idea, fuckers. <laughs> no. Uh... Yeah, uh, I don't have the link up, but it's called Back to the 80s Podcast, so uh, I don't think they're going to be doing it quite the way that I want to do it, but there is, uh, there you go, there's an 80s podcast out there if you want to wet your whistle, and then once I start mine, you can listen to that, and it'll be better. Podcast feud! Uh, Chris Beckett must have listened to the PKD Black Box episode 84 with Sean and I talking about JLA Detroit, because he tweeted... Not been to my local comic shop in weeks till yesterday. I usually check the bargain packs, which are four to eight issues for five bucks. And what did I find? And he included a picture. He found the first six issues of the JLA Detroit run. Awesome. But Chris, now you need to get a hold of Justice League Annual 2, where it really begins. And then let me know what you think. Josh Finney writes uh, through Tumblr and says, If a tree falls on Earth 2 and no one is there to read it, is it in continuity, Josh Finney? I don't know if he's being sarcastic or funny or whatever. Uh, I think Earth 2 is actually, from what I hear from people, that's actually a very good book and, and catching a lot of people by surprise. So I know some people wrote it off initially, but uh, it looks to be a pretty good book. By the way, Josh Finney 
is one of the writers with Cat uh, Cat Rocha of Utopians, which is now available on Amazon and at Comics Plus. That's their Twitter handle. You can pick up there a copy either in print or digital. I know I talked about this on one of the previews episode, maybe last month, maybe this month, not sure. You can find it at utopiatscomic.com where you can read some of the chapters and look to see if it's uh, something that uh, might interest you. And it's like old home week because I've heard from both Shane and Pants from CGS. Shane said, I love hearing Peter back on the air. I listened to the first month's worth in two days. Wow. Now I am a few behind, but loving the format and topics. Awesome. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for listening. That's really cool. CGS actually did a Batman animated series spotlight celebrating its 20th anniversary. I think it's their latest episode. I have to imagine Shane is probably on that episode. I haven't listened to it yet. But I know uh, Matt actually referenced that uh, he was researching that topic when I started talking about Batman animated on TV Tuesday from what last week, I guess that was. He said I scooped him. So I only talked about two episodes. They talked about everything. They talked about the entire series, the comics, the books, toys. So go check that out over on CGS. And then Pants also wrote in, Brian Christman, and said, I'm enjoying the Daily Rios very much. We rarely talked about much besides comics, so it's nice to hear about your other interests, especially your theatrical experiences. Loved your two very different tributes to two comics legends earlier this week. The Kirby song is a keeper. And I don't always eat candy, but when I do, I prefer Smarties. Stay hungry, my friend. Viocon Rios. He just gave me a new name for my all-Spanish podcast. I just have to learn Spanish. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I, we joked about Pants not eating candy for a long time. I didn't realize. He might have said that, actually. But now, that, now that he mentions it, I do kind of remember that he likes Smarties. And that Jack Kirby song, I got a lot of comments, either through Twitter or email, or, and even some texts about that song. It was six-plus hours to make a two-plus, two-minute-plus-whatever-seconds-it-was song. Crazy. I was even supposed to see my girlfriend that night, and I just I couldn't because I was that busy with that song. And I have outtakes that I probably should put out someday because they're quite silly. But I had a great time with that song. If you haven't listened to it, it's uh, uh, whatever the but August 28th, I guess that's Tuesday's episode. It's madness. I, I lost my mind and, and created a Kirby song that uh, is crazy. Crazy. Getting close to wrapping up here. N.K. Kwan wrote an iTunes review. Thank you for that. He says, followed Peter from CGS, and at first I found his new podcast to be self-indulgent. Perhaps it was the particular episode because I didn't stop listening. I wondered why I kept listening and decided he had something meaningful, meaningful to say. And I liked the variety and personal stuff. I certainly missed his capable comic book reviews and analysis he delivered at CGS. His art and drama training provide him with the qualifications required for thoughtful criticism. I'm certainly entertained each episode, but I sometimes learn something. And then uh, he also wrote in an email, I also have an appreciation for the theater, as my wife, who used to write reviews of plays, used to drag me to them. Over time, I learned to appreciate theater and how it is different from other performing arts and media. Yours is a well-rounded podcast, as I know your life is, and that is why I enjoy it. So thank you for that. Thank you for that review and that email. He also talked about how Art criticism is, is, is a different way and, and involves a certain specific type of thinking process and uh, that he enjoyed uh, some of the 
criti- the ways that I talk about comics, either on CGS and this show, and that it's more than just you know likes and dislikes. But uh, so he really had some really cool things to say, and I say really a lot. He had some good things to say, interesting things to say, food for thought. So I appreciated all those comments. Just as uh, everyone who keeps listening and, and visiting the site, thank you for everything. I read everything. I read every email, every tweet. I'm a big fan of, of feedback and, and including it in the show. Speaking of the, uh, the, web, of the website, I'm almost double this month what I was last month in terms of hits. It's not much, but uh, hey, that means people are interested. And it makes me think I should start putting website content on there like I originally planned. I could always do my 50 trades of Rios, I, you know, or the new 52, like David was yelling about, or maybe some cool artwork, or whatever. So many ideas. I, I truly know what Derek Howard feels like now when he says he has so many ideas, and implementing them all takes time. Really does. just takes time. Also, thank you for those people that pledged in the past couple days to the Send Julian Lytle to Morrison Con. I really appreciate that. And I know he will as well. He's getting excited about going. I know he's just going to have a great time. Maybe I'll have him. Maybe I'll have him do a little snippet of something for for Dale Rios or the Tower or something like that. Just a little thing. Hear to hear what he thinks of the show, or maybe he maybe he'll inter, uh, interview someone out there, or bump into somebody that I know, and and they'll just rap for you know two minutes or something. So I'll have to talk to him about that. That's it, Peter at thedailyreels.com. Have a great, safe weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day if you have off. And uh, I will see you uh, next week.